Just bought a chicken, bout to break it down the chicken tenders Black booming, I'm not human, my drop's zooming, my eyes booming One giant leap for mankind, I'm high's moving, how have you been? Alright, so here we are. Welcome to episode three of the Chicken Tenders podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Zach Loring, a.k.a. White Charlemagne, a.k.a. The Lorax, and my other co-host, who's new to the show, Braden Bijou. In the words of Lil Wayne, how you guys doing? I'm doing very good. Welcome to the podcast, though, Braden. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks, guys. It's, uh, happy to, uh, I'm so happy to come and join you guys and just, you know, get to talk about shit every Sunday. Oh, most definitely. I mean, it's kind of like clout chasing you to come in when we've got a hundred listeners on each other. You know, I, just had to, but... I had to, I had to wait and see if you guys would be successful or not. Like, I, I don't want to join a joke. Oh, man. for sure. I mean, me and Zach are like Logan Paul, and you're like Mike. It's cool. Yeah, like you know, I'm okay with being Mike. Like, I got problems. He's got problems. We got a lot in common. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. Um, I wanted to kick this off with, uh, you know, some sad news. Uh, that actually hit me quite hard the other day, uh, DMX passing. So I just wanted to, you know, give a big shout out to DMX and a rest in peace uh, to a legend in hip hop and just an overall great person, uh, somebody who inspired tons of people and uh, definitely inspired me throughout my life. So, yeah, rest in peace to DMX. Rest in yeah. peace, Aaron. Even if you squash the beef, I ain't touching your hands. What do you, uh, Danny, what do you think about maybe losing Riley in the near future? Uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, uh, if you would have asked me that two years ago, I would have said that Riley would have came in asking for, you know, 10, 9 million. Uh, but the way he's been playing this year and he didn't have the craziest year last year, I don't think that he gets the contract that people are thinking he's going to get. Like, I, he's making five right now. So let's say he jumps to seven. I think the Leafs can keep him. Well, it's only Especially in this COVID market. Exactly. So I think that we can make the room for it. Like whether we got to get rid of a guy like Kerfoot to make the room for it or whoever that guy is, we got to move. I think they're going to keep him. But also it depends if Sandine comes in and he's ridiculously good and we have him on his rookie deal for, I think, two more years after this year. So he might just take that spot if he has to. Like if he performs well enough, we might not have to sign Riley, which is unfortunate because he's one of my favorite Leafs, but. Yeah, you also have yeah. Lilgren. I just don't see Lilgren cracking the Leafs lineup. Not yet. Lilgren's never gonna play a game for the Leafs. Man, getting Mono really, really messed that guy's like future up. That's such a good point about. Oh, I just think Riley's contract. Real quick, by the way, I was thinking about that while you were saying that. Who who's the highest paid defenseman in the NHL? Drew Doughty. Other yeah. than Doughty and uh, Carlson, Carlson, take those two contracts off the board. Is anybody making nine million? Carlson's at eight. Like my Carlson's at eight. My basis is eight. Headman. Headman, exactly. Whatever Headman's making, nobody should be making more than Headman unless you're like Drew Doughty and have won three cups or two cups and either pay me this or I'm gonna go play somewhere else type of deal. I I get why Doughty got what he got, but like nobody should be getting paid more than Victor Headman. I don't care who you are. That's not true at all. The taxes in Tampa are crazy Whoa. different. That's why players like yeah. Kucherov aren't getting the money that they should get. That's or, or like would get in another city. Well, uh, yeah, we, it's just completely we, we different. Say that. Like Hedman anywhere else gets eleven million. We say that, but they're they they're getting the same money. It's just they don't have they just have a bigger cap hit. If anything, it's worse the other way. I find 
Like all it means is they have a bigger cap hit to succumb to the taxes and make what they would make in a tax-free team. Fair. I don't know. I, I, I think Riley's going to stay because, like you said, Danny, it's only an extra two mil. I agree. He's in the seven mil range right now. Nothing more. I can't see him getting more than seven at all unless he does hit open market and somebody bad overpays him. Yeah, but who's going to do that? Like Detroit That's or Buffalo? I can think of in Detroit. And personally, like, if he goes to – like, he's not going to go to those teams. If he has the option to go to Buffalo or Detroit for $9 million or stay in Toronto for even 7.2. What do you mean? Why would you not want to go to it. Buffalo? What's wrong with Buffalo? <laughs> I mean, he'd end up getting traded to Boston or something. Fair point. It's a very fair point. Paul's been performing well in Boston. Yeah, he's got a point today. I don't think he's scored unless they've scored since I stopped looking. But... Okay. So he had scored like two goals in Buffalo and he's got two goals in Boston already. Yeah, exactly. Good for him. Hopefully it's not, you know, a situation where they flop because he's there, but they're looking good. So Because we're still on the topic of Washington and Boston also, I just want to point out the fact that Ovi is one goal behind Marcel Dion for fifth place. Ovi's a goal. <sighs> yeah, that's amazing. He's going to get the record and it's going to be so fun. I can't wait. 100%. Did you look up the defense who were making a bunch of money here? I've pulled up a decent amount so far, and everybody's around like the eight, slightly over mark or slightly under. Other than uh, what did Petriangelo get? Oh, that's the only one I didn't pull up. I forgot about him. He got eight something. I though, think he right? was close to nine. Eight, eight. It, like, if he would have re signed that year, he had 72 points oh. or whatever. It would have been a completely different story, but he hasn't performed at that level. He's had slight injury problems every year. And they're saying he's playing through injury right now, but regardless, this is how you're performing. So, oh, dude, how do you feel about uh, the Canucks even playing tonight, Braden? Um, I, I, I'm confused. Why? Like, I, I get it. They needed some extra time. I just don't know what. I don't know what two days is gonna give them, or if it, if even it was even a full forty eight hours. I don't know, but they. They have a long ride ahead of them, and it's going to be really interesting to watch. I am, I'm interested to see what guys like like JT Miller does, who like came out and said like, I don't want to play, I'm not ready, and he didn't even test positive. So like, I I want to see what kind of attitude he brings into it, and like I feel for them. Like, I'm surprised they're playing at all. It's not. It kind of feels forced. It feels like the NHL. They are. They are because they don't want to have to deal with placement due to points percentage. Because there's those crappy teams who are like, "Oh, it's not fair," and well, it's like, "Well, you're a crappy team. It's not our problem." Like you got a team who it's like it's an entire team that tested. It's not like they had like four guys. Like the whole team, pretty much got infected with a really bad variant, not even just the regular one. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of things that come into play. It's like, let's say Matthews is, you know, two goals behind somebody uh, for the rocket race, and there's those four games against I Vancouver. I, I know it's selfish in every way possible because, like, obviously they shouldn't be playing right now. But I think that's how the NHL is looking at it. It's just like it's not fair for certain people, but it's also really not fair for Vancouver. 
you got to look at it from both ends of the table and understand it. You can't be like narrow headed and just stick to one way. You got to understand that there's guys who are trying to get awards for their placement and setting their legacy. And like Matthews has already been robbed of a 50 goal season once. I'm not even a Leafs fan. I'm a Matthews fan. I wasn't happy about it for him. Guys like Pasternak, he got robbed last year as well. Ovi got robbed of another one. I like I, you got to understand yeah. it because if it was Winnipeg and I'm Vancouver and I'm like, well, we play Winnipeg. I don't even know. I think it like three more times or whatever. We could make the playoffs. That's how I would be if the Winnipeg was going through this too. So I get it. Yeah, but they're sure. really sick when it comes sure, down to sure. it, and it's just a. Are you putting them out there to pad out the rest of the league stats or are you putting them out there because you want the Vancouver Canucks to finish their season? Did you guys catch the, the Jake Paul Ben Askren oh, play last night? I, I, uh, I was going to buy it the and then I kind of waited because I didn't really want to watch the undercards anyway. I was like, I, I really only care about watching what I know is going to happen. And... I've been watching Lynx and it's like, it's just, I paid $50 to watch a concert and stuff. So I just kind of waited and didn't pay attention to anything. Waited until a clip went up on YouTube after the fight was done and watched it. And exactly what I thought was going to happen happened. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty predictable. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing for the UFC. Uh, whatever way you look at it, it has to be a little bit embarrassing. Yes. Dana White was out there saying he's betting a million dollars. I agree. Dollars. That's like, Dana. Dana doesn't give a shit. Yeah, but he's the head of the UFC. It's gotta, it's gotta be a little bit embarrassing to know that one of your, you know, fighters that were pretty freaking good, just good got knocked U- out by a he YouTube was guy. Terrible in three UFC fights. He was good everywhere but the UFC. Yeah, like, the thing with Ben is the way Ben won in the UFC, it wasn't striking. He he had one win, and it was a oh, bullshit 100%. win. He lost the fight. And he didn't actually choke the guy out. They called it off. Bottom line is, as much as people hate Jake Paul, the guy has been, like, he might only be a YouTuber. He might just be a guy. He might not be a le- legitimate in a, in a in a division professional boxer, but... He's got enough money to get the exact same training as a professional boxer. And he's been doing it for three fucking years. And Jake's got problems. Like, and he's not really afraid of stuff. Like I've heard stories that he wanted to be a Navy SEAL when he was younger. And he's just always wanted to do crazy things. And he's got some, some punching talent. He might not be the world's greatest boxer, but he's a, he's a pretty good boxer. If he beats anybody that's half good, I'll be impressed. Yeah. Until he beats anybody that's half good, I'm this not This was impressed. his step. You beat an overweight FIFA player. You beat <laughs> a short NBA player that has no striking experience. And you beat Ben Askren, whose highlight of his career is getting kneed in the face in five seconds. Congrats. You're a superstar. You're 100% right. But at the same time, all these yes. guys would knock us all out easy. So, like... There, it's still a YouTuber who transitioned into training for boxing very seriously, who ended up knocking out some top end athletes. Like I'm not saying top end in the UFC or top end, like, you know, obviously beat up a basketball player, 
but it's still a basketball player, and I feel like most NBA players would knock any average. I'm guy sure out. Nate caught a couple elbows Probably. to the nose and the chin when he was cutting to the rim and all that. Like I'm sure he's got. He, like Nate just didn't train defensive at all for that fight. Like he he didn't know. He didn't know how he to didn't. strike. He stepped into every. Like punch. Joe Rogan said, I don't think he knew what it felt like to get punched. And then when he got punched, he did no when he sparring. got punched the first time, he's like, oh, fuck. He did zero sparring before but, that yeah. fight. How do, you, how do you train for a boxing fight without sparring? I don't know. But Jake was never going to get a true boxing opponent before taking down someone who was actually involved in fighting. Because, like, he did the normal guy. He did the ex-athlete. And then they were like, nope, still not enough. He did the former fighter. And... I don't know. I think it was a poor selection. I think the UFC could have thrown in a different guy for that, but at the same time, the UFC has nothing to I do know. with this fight. Ben's retired. I know, but yeah, I think like Dana, like Dana, just agreeing with it and like not being all out against it. I'm not. I'm not even watching this. I'm not putting any money towards this. I'm not betting on it. No, like you could have picked someone better than a guy who was just coming off of hip surgery to like. If if the UFC hates Jake Paul that much and wanted him to shut the fuck up and quit calling out UFC fighters, then give him someone that's not like broken and also not a striker. Uh, the thing though is is if McGregor did fight Jake Paul, and I think McGregor would win that fight, but if McGregor gets knocked out by Jake Paul, the UFC loses oh, yeah. a ton of money. Their stocks go down. The prices for everything goes down because you just lost to a YouTuber and that's your biggest fighter. And I know he's not like at the moment their best fighter or whatever, but he's, he's their biggest name. So if the biggest name in UFC gets knocked out by a YouTuber, yes. the UFC loses. So I was going to get to that, that they're at the same time. I, a part of them was afraid that Jake was going to win as much as they said he wasn't a part of them was afraid it was going to happen. A hundred percent. Jake before the fight went up to Ben Askren and said, Look, if you beat me, uh, I'll double your purse. But if I beat you, you don't make no money. And Ben didn't answer him. Yeah, because Ben wanted that payday. One of like that speaks volumes. One of Connor's training partners that fights in Bellator that has a beef going with Jake Paul tweeted immediately last night. It might have been today, saying like me next, basically. Like and let me, he said, Let me knock out this I don't want to say the word on here, but the C word. And then he said, tweeted right after saying, let me avenge MMA, basically. I think if Jake fights that guy, he gets his yeah. head ripped off. And that guy's a junior this guy Dylan Dennis? Hell yes, it is. I hate Dylan Dennis with a passion. I think Dylan Dennis. Dylan's lazy. That's his thing. He hasn't really fought. Like, he's, he's a fighter who hasn't he's yet. been hurt. He's had like three knee surgeries. I want to see him. Like I, I want to see it. I, I want to see challenge. I want to see Jake Paul go longer than two rounds. I want to see it go like like the McGregor so, Mayweather fight was so much fun to watch. If Jake beats, if he fights Dylan Dennis and beats Dylan Dennis, even though Dylan Dennis isn't a striker, I will be impressed with that fight. Danny. Dylan Dennis is more of a striker than Ben Askin ever will be or was. Danny, do you think it makes more sense for Logan or Jake to be fighting Floyd Mayweather at this point? Uh, Logan, because <laughs> Logan's going to lose. Like, Logan's going to get his ass kicked. It's going to be great. Uh, I love. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I fucking listen to Logan Paul's podcast. 
and the, he's grown up so much in the past two years that like I enjoy his content. I didn't like his content when he was younger because it was just immature bullshit and it just wasn't for me. But like nowadays, yeah. But yeah, I do think Logan makes more sense just for Floyd Mayweather's sake because there is a slight chance because I think Jake Paul knocks Logan out easy. Uh, so for for money wise and just you know saving grace, I, I think it's better or saving face. I think it's better for. Floyd I to thought fight Logan. Logan was going to win for a bit, and then lately in the last couple podcasts, they've been talking about it a lot lately because of Jake's fight with Ben and the way Logan's been talking. Like he's been hesitant to, and I, I'm not saying he should do it, but he's been really hesitant to say anything disrespectful towards Floyd, anything that's going to kind of poke the bear and like. You're talking like, like, and like, he, anytime someone says he's gonna lose, he's the first person to say like, "Ah, oh, I'm gonna win." But then like, he'll never talk shit. And he's humble. He's humble. I think it's just he's just yeah. showing he's not a boxer. He's not a boxer at the end of the day. So you can't come in and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, beat yeah. the fuck out of Floyd Mayweather and just and disrespect the guy who's the greatest of all time." Um, I think that's just wrong. That's like a fucking. OHL are saying Wayne Gretzky sucks. I have a question. What would the point of Logan be talking shit? What's the point of it? To get Floyd riled up? It's not going to work. Connor couldn't get Floyd riled up. I don't up. know. That's Connor's art. Create some fight hype. Connor's art is talking shit. What do you there? You don't need to create fight hype. Nobody thinks the fight's even going to happen. It's fucking Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, because it probably won't. Yeah. yeah I think because they back. want a stadium full of people. That's just it. They're waiting. But why don't they do it in, like, Texas? Or is it Texas that's fully, like, just don't give a fuck right now? So why not just bring the fight to Texas? (laughs) Go fight on Fight Island. There is options. And for a fight like that, there's no way you can't. Like, you can't tell me there's not at least, like, 10 million just in setup going into that fight. Like, yeah, the gross for that fight is going to be ridiculous. Like, the Mike Tyson, Jake, Jake Paul night, that fight grossed. 90 million dollars so i could just imagine logan and mayweather grossing fucking well, at least triple or oh, four times that it's logan versus arguably the greatest boxer to ever live. i'm curious to see what kind of payday floyd gets because like right now i'm yeah. looking it up it says he's worth anywhere from like 570 million to a billion dollars and i'm curious just to see like if his payday is like like 10%, 20% of, like, his current net worth. Like, it's going to be a big one. It's at least 100 mil. I think Floyd takes – yeah, Floyd's yeah. taken at least 90% of that 100%. Um, and also, I I don't think Floyd's actually worth that his much money. His net like, worth he is – like, he's amassed that money. much money. Like, and I totally agree. He spends it faster than he makes it. There's a – Yes, but net worth net worth is your assets and what you have in the bank against your debt. I don't think his net worth is over five hundred million dollars. I don't yeah. think this guy has that much money. I think he makes money very easily, but I think he spends. There's it just a reason as fast. this fight is even in being talked about in the yeah. first place. It's because Floyd needs money. He's done a fight in Japan for like I think it was like fifty million, and he did it was like forty seconds. He beat the shit out of the guy. Does your wife need a little bit more meat in her life? Well, head on down to the mina and get yourself some sausages. Get yourself some meat to put on the barbecue. Get yourself some candy. Get yourself some midnight snacks. You can get it all at the mina for good prices. Head over to the mina.